With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Football season is all about competition. When it comes to tailgating, that competition isn't limited to the playing field. Start with better meat from Fairway. Hand cut, fresh, and affordable. Fairway gives you the advantage in tailgating excellence. Get ready for kickoff with the best selection of meats and all the fixings from Fairway. Instant Reaction Podcast following Iowa's 20 to nothing victory against Northwestern in a raw, dreary, just ugly-looking environment in Evanston. How many times in your lives? I mean, I'm 48. I've been watching Iowa football games since 1980. How many times have you seen games in Northwestern that have been gray, dreary, wet, raw? I mean, far more times than you've seen it nice and sunny. I mean, that's, I guess, life on Lake Michigan in October through April or May. (laughs) Some of you love it. Not for me, but I'll take shutouts. This game kind of went according to script all week long. I I said that under 37, 38 points, which was kind of the number. I think today the Vegas Insider line I saw before the game kicked off was 39 points. I felt the under was like the lock of the year in college football. Uh, And not that I actually bet any money on these games. It just where I live in Oklahoma, we can't do that easily, and I don't know that I would anyway. It's just not my thing. Not against it, just not my thing. The, the under seemed like the play because this Northwestern offense, as we've told you all week, is horrific. Horrific. One of the worst Big Ten offenses in years, and they'd be the worst in the Big Ten were it not for Rutgers. They came into this game 127th out of 130 FBS teams in total offense. They managed 202 total yards. Just 64 rushing yards in the day, and a meager 1.8 yards per rush, a meager 3.0 yards per play. And it wasn't that Iowa's offense was a house of fire either. Iowa gained just 302 yards on the day and averaged just 4.6 yards per play themselves. Iowa was 6 of 16 on third downs. Northwestern was 6 of 17. Iowa with 12 first downs. Northwestern with 13. One of the big differences in this game, other than really the mitigating differences, Northwestern's offense sucks, is Pat Fitzgerald choosing to go for it on fourth down near midfield a couple of times. And Iowa stoned them. Iowa scored two touchdowns in this game. Both of those touchdown drives came when Iowa took over on downs from failed Northwestern uh, fourth down attempts. And Iowa got the ball at the 50-yard line. Both Iowa's touchdowns. Um, the first one was when um, Tracy scored on like a, I don't know, 37, 47-yard pass in the first half. The second one came uh, in the third quarter. Iowa had a 13-play uh, drive there. So Pat Fitzgerald going for it twice, failing. Iowa scoring touchdowns on short fields two times. Because I know a big topic in the first half was that, you know, with about four and a half minutes left, it was fourth and one at the Northwestern 44. 
and Iowa chose to punt. And boy, everybody was all ticked off on Twitter about that. It's like, folks, Iowa's ahead 10 nothing. Here's what Kirk's thinking. Northwestern's not going to score 10 points. If you don't give them a short field, you don't turn the ball over, and you don't have a special teams gaffe, Northwestern's not going to get 10. When Iowa went up 10 nothing in this game um, with, gosh, what was it, 12-25 to go, I said, the game's over. Ten nothing. If Iowa doesn't have, I said, if Iowa doesn't turn it over or have a special teams gap, this game is over. And that's how Kirk was coaching. He knew that he had them with the defense he has, with the horrible offense Northwestern has. He wasn't going to do anything that tilted the risks in Northwestern's favor. So he punted. Northwestern punted back, and Iowa got the ball at their own 47. They only lost 10 yards of field position. They had a brand new set of downs. And they had two and a half minutes still to go. And they wound up gaining about eight or nine yards, and they punted again on fourth and one. And everybody's upset. I'm like, this is... Kirk knows that if his team doesn't shoot itself in the foot, it's going to win. And then some people will say, well, what if they did shoot themselves in the foot? They'll regret that. Well, they would. They could have, but they didn't. Because the game played out the way Iowa thought it was going to play out. And that was it. So it's just, it's just, I don't think it's worth getting all upset about things that you know are coming. You don't have to like it, I guess. Um, and you can be irritated. Just don't be irritated at me. I'm not the coach. I can't change anything. I'm just telling you how they're doing it and why they're doing it. Now is the time to get the luxurious quality and style you envision for your home during National Karistan Month at Flooring America. Take advantage of our lowest prices of the season and receive up to $1,000 back on your purchase. Buy now with 36-month financing. Plus, with Smart Strand Forever Clean, you won't have to worry about kids, pets, or unexpected spills for life. Hurry in to Flooring America. Sale ends November 4th and discover the comfort and beauty of Karistan. Nate Stanley, this game, 12 of 26 for 179 yards. A few drop balls in this game. Tyler Goodson led Iowa in rushing 11 carries, 58 yards, had a 35-yarder called back on a horrible block, uh, a horrible illegal block call on Brady Ross, the fullback. Just brutal. That's what wound up getting Brian Ferentz a 15-yard personal foul penalty. It was horrible. Goodson could have gone over 100. Looks really good. Hope that Iowa continues to feed him more and more. He's a difference maker. Um, Tyrone Tracy, two receptions for 88 yards, including a long, I guess it was 50, 50 yards. Um, that's his career high. Tracy playing the position vacated by the injured Brandon Smith in this game. Amir Smith-Marset with another amazing one-handed grab in this game. Doing a great job catching the ball away from his body this year. He led Iowa with three receptions. Let me see if the receivers... Wide receiver group was targeted over 20 times. It's 10. And set, no, it's his first game all year where the wide receivers uh, had less than 20 targets, I believe. But it was just that kind of day. Iowa only threw 26 passes. And Goodson had a couple. Sam Laporta, the tight end, factoring in. Two catches for 43 yards. Had another long 30-plus yard reception waved off or overturned, rather, by instant replay. Um, so nice to see Sam Laporta getting involved as uh, Nate Weeding uh, was not available in this game. Keith Duncan has 19 field goals now in the season. Um, he had 17 prior to this game, was which was leading the nation. I think he's 19 of 22 now 
on the year, and many of those kicks coming from 40 yards or more out. Um, the, the miss that he had today, I think, was from 40. Let me pull up the special teams tab on the stats. Uh, missed from 46, made from 40. And his miss from 46 should have been an attempt from about 37 or 38, but Stanley got sacked. It was Iowa's second possession of the game that they got on a short field after uh, Iowa intercepted it and after Golston actually intercepted it. A tip pass that he picked off, and, and there was a, uh, a tackle and twist stunt up the middle that Stanley somehow didn't see, and he got sacked. But at any rate, um, Iowa moves to 6-2, and two, which I added it up. This is the ninth time Iowa's won at least six games through the first eight games of a season in the Ferentz era. The other eight times, if you add up Iowa's win totals in those seasons, you get an average of 9.75. Iowa has four games left, and I need to pull up um, – Iowa's schedule right now because I really kind of I, I forget the order of Iowa's schedule late in seasons I don't know why that is it's weird I always kind of have I mean I can remember the most obscure stupid things but I just forget the order of Iowa's games late in seasons so Iowa has a bye this week as does Wisconsin before those two teams play next week Ohio State absolutely obliterated Wisconsin. Jonathan Taylor was held to 52 yards on 20 carries. Um, Total stats for this game, Wisconsin just nine first downs, uh, 83 yards rushing for Wisconsin, 83 yards rushing for Wisconsin, and 264 for the juggernaut that is Ohio State. Holy cow, Ohio State's really good. Batters minus two uh, in turnovers and just four of 13 on third downs in this game so Iowa and Wisconsin again both get a bye week to heal up and prepare for this game in Madison now the Badgers and the Hawkeyes are now three and two in Big Ten play Minnesota is 4-0 and they play Maryland today Minnesota wins that game and goes to 5-0 obviously Um, they need to lose a second game well Let's just look at it this way. Minnesota's remaining games, let's just make an assumption that Minnesota's going to beat Maryland today. Here's Minnesota's last four games. At home against Penn State, at Iowa, at Northwestern, and at home against Wisconsin. I think they'll lose to Penn State, and I think they'll lose to either one of Iowa or Wisconsin. Maybe both. I think they'll beat Northwestern. So I think think, think Minnesota's going to be at least 9-3. and can they beat one of home against Penn State at Iowa and home against Wisconsin? I don't know. I think they could lose all three of those. So the loser of the Iowa-Wisconsin game is virtually eliminated, realistically eliminated from the possibility of going to Indianapolis. The winner of that game needs to beat Wisconsin, or Minnesota rather. The winner of the Iowa-Wisconsin games needs to beat Minnesota and then hopes that Minnesota loses one more game, which I think will happen. I think Minnesota will at least have two losses. And if one of those losses is to either Iowa or Wisconsin, and then Iowa, but see, then Iowa and Wisconsin, they got to win out. I mean, (laughs) Minnesota's put themselves in a really good position. So Iowa goes to Wisconsin, then they host Minnesota, then they host Illinois, and oh, by the way, Illinois today 
me see what the final score of that game was. Illinois is beating Illinois is beating Purdue as I record this, 24-6. to It just went final. They beat Purdue 24-6. to I think it's their first time they've won back-to-back Big Ten games since 2014. Illinois is not going to be a, a pushover. And then, of course, Iowa plays against Nebraska the last game of the season. And I think that um, Adrian Martinez is playing today for the Cornhuskers. But again, you'll know all these things by the time you listen to this. Looking for the best flooring values? It's all here at Floors Direct. Save now during our Stocktober sale. Find the best selection at the lowest prices on top quality in-stock floors. Rake in the savings during Stocktober. Floors Direct. Say yes to paying less. So the Hawkeyes still have a shot. Wisconsin knows they still have a shot to go to Indianapolis. So this isn't going to be a Wisconsin team that's given up because they still have a shot to go to Indianapolis and the opportunity to get trounced by Ohio State again, probably as any team from the Big Ten West is going to do whenever they face Ohio State in Indianapolis later this year. So you're not going to get a down Wisconsin team for that. Obviously, the bye, very good for both teams to heal up in advance of a game that's going to be incredibly physical. Be plenty of time to talk about that game uh, as we move on. But Iowa's defense, uh, two shutouts in conference play, Northwestern and Rutgers, two of the worst offenses in the country, as we've already said. Iowa had two shutouts in Big Ten play last year, by the way. I think 23 nothing against Maryland and 63 nothing against Illinois. So not exactly rare, but doesn't also happen all the time. I think the guys on TV said this was Iowa's first shutout against Northwestern since 81. Gosh, I didn't, don't know that. I think that's right, but probably is. The BTN stats guy just tweeted out that Iowa has recorded four shutouts in Big Ten games since the start of the 2018 season. No other team has more than one over that span. Most shutouts in conference games the last two seasons. Iowa with four, Alabama with two, and UAB with two. So, yeah, a lot of bad teams, but, you know, apparently other people aren't shutting out bad teams. 6-2 6-2 and two for the Hawkeyes. Iowa will stay ranked. Wisconsin will also be ranked. You know, it'll be a, a, a ranking of teams in the low 20s when they play uh, in Madison in a couple of weeks. So you get the next week off. We'll still be around here doing Hawkeye Nation and Big Ten, uh, Bigger Ten podcast. But, you know, you kind of get the week off next Saturday. Go out and spend it with your family. Enjoy some time. I'll do the same, and then we'll reconvene here in a couple of weeks on the instant reactions. The ideal way to make your tailgating spread the envy of the neighborhood or parking lot is with Fairway. They have the best selection of fresh, hand-cut meats as well as all the fixins. Preparation is the key to a winning season and there's no better way to get prepared than Fairway. 